Many people think that they lack motivation when what they really lack is clarity. If you can change your habits, you can change your life. For many of the habits and behaviors that we want to perform, they're going to take longer than two minutes. You know, if you go to the gym, you're not going to work out for just two minutes. But any habit can be started in less than two minutes. Everybody wants a transformation, right? Everybody wants a radical improvement, want rapid success. But we fail to realize that small habits and little choices are transforming us every day already. That these times when you make a choice that's slightly better, slightly worse, a little mistake or a small error, 1% um, better, 1% worse, that these things compound over time. And habits are the compound interest of self-improvement. And so if you can learn to master those, then you can make time work for you rather than get against you. Good habits make time your ally, bad habits make time your enemy. Today I'm gonna to teach you how to build the habits that you need to get the results that you want. There are four stages of habit formation, I'm gonna take you through each of those four. So the four stages are noticing, wanting, doing, and liking. You cannot perform a habit or take an action if you do not notice something. I need to see a coffee cup sitting on the side in order to pick it up first. But it's not in my realm of knowledge. If I don't know it exists, I can't do anything about it. But then I need to want it. I need to want to drink coffee and pick it up. If I don't desire it or crave it, then I will not take the action. Then there's doing, you actually do the habit. And then I need to enjoy the reward. I need to enjoy drinking the coffee to repeat it again. One of my favorite things about noticing, one of my favorite strategies for discussing it, it's called implementation intentions. So. One of my favorite studies is about exercise, and they had three cohorts in this study. So they have the first cohort, they said, I just want you to track how often you work out over the next few weeks, right? So that's the standard cohort, the control group. Second group, they said, we want you to track how often you exercise. We're also going to give you a motivation, motivational speech, presentation, talk about the benefits of heart health, why habits are good for you, and so on. The third group, they got the same presentation, so they're equally motivated, and then they did one thing differently. And that one thing was they filled out this sentence. So during the next week, I will partake in at least 20 minutes of vigorous exercise on this day, in this time, at this time, in this place. They specifically stated their intention to implement the behavior. Here's what happened. First group, one out of three of them worked out. Second group, motivation did nothing. As soon as they left the researcher's facility the next day, they weren't motivated. It's like reading a book or watching a YouTube or listening to a motivational speaker and then you forget all about it 20 minutes later. But the third group, the group that had a specific plan for how they were going to implement the behavior, nine out of 10 of them worked out. So you can increase your odds of success two to three X just by having a specific plan. And this is the insight. Many people think that they lack motivation when what they really lack is clarity. They think that they need to get more motivated, that they need willpower in order to execute on a habit. If I just felt like writing, if I just felt like meditating, if I felt like working out, then I would do it. But in fact, they don't have a plan for it. And so they wake up each day thinking, I wonder if I'll feel motivated to write today. I wonder if I'll feel motivated to work out today. But instead you can take the decision-making out of it by explicitly stating when, where, and how you want to implement the habit. So you need to give your goals a time and a place to live in the world, right? Give them space on your calendar. The core point about noticing is it's hard to change something if you're not aware of it, and one way to become more aware of the opportunity to take action is to have a specific plan for when it's going to happen. Stage two, wanting. One of the most overlooked drivers of habits in human behavior is our physical environment. And this is an interesting insight about our desires. Your environment often influences them. We want things simply, simply because they are an option, right? Simply because they are in front of us at the time. You walk into any living room in America, where do all the couches and chairs face? They all look at the TV. It's like, what is that room designed to get you to do? We wonder why we sit and watch so much TV. Uh, it's because our desires are shaped in that way. So thankfully, you don't have to be the victim of your environment. You can also be the architect of it. 
you can decide to design something to make your good behaviors easier and your bad behaviors harder. So, when it comes to habits, if you want to practice your guitar more frequently, put it right in the middle of your living room so you run across it all the time. If you want to read more, when you make your bed in the morning, take the book you want to read, put it on top of the pillow, when you come back that night, pick it up, read a few pages, go to sleep. Many of our desires are simply shaped because we have an environment that shapes us in that way. So don't rely on willpower and self-control. It's a lot easier to stick to better habits when you're presented with better options. Stage three, doing. In the beginning, the most important thing is just to shut up and put your reps in. Just make sure that you hone the skill, right? And you can start to think of it, the way that I like to think of it is that any outcome that you wish to achieve is just a point along the spectrum of repetitions. So if you have few reps to more reps, and you can imagine an easy goal, moderate goal, hard goal. The more reps that you put in, the more that you, the more likely you, you are to achieve that goal. And this is actually very similar to what I saw with my writing habit. So after six articles, I had 100 subscribers. After 23, 1,000. After 96, 34,000, 177, 100,000, 243, and so on. And every rep that I put in, every article that I published, was something that was moving me closer to the next outcome on that spectrum. But you can't get around the fact that the repetitions matter. So, and this brings us to an interesting point, which is that if getting your reps in is incredibly important, then that means learning how to start is incredibly important because each repetition, really any consistency with the habit is just an exercise in getting started each day. If you can get started over and over again, then that's what consistency is. For many of the habits and behaviors that we want to perform, they're gonna take longer than two minutes. You know, if you go to the gym, you're not gonna work out for just two minutes. But any habit can be started in less than two minutes, whether it's writing, working out, meditating, anything. And so the goal here is that you want to optimize for the beginning of the, the task. You want your habits to act as an entrance ramp to a bigger routine. What I like to say is you should optimize for the starting line, not the finish line. Right? So often when we think about habits, goals, routines, achievements, it's all about the milestone. We think